Hello, and welcome to Not So Niche, a health and wellness podcast where we dissect the unattainable narrative we've been given about health and start to see it as something for everyone and every body. I'm your host, Ariana Kay, and I'm a fitness instructor, wellness advocate, and someone who has struggled with a broken view of health for a long time. Join me as I discover new ways to view ourselves and our wellness as whole and beautiful. During this podcast, I'm also going to talk about studies and science information, but any advice or thoughts given are my own and not medical advice. This podcast may contain triggered words or ideas, so audience listening is advised. If you hear anything that makes you think that you might be struggling with your well-being or your health, please seek the advice of a trusted medical professional such as a registered dietitian, therapist, or doctor that specializes in anti-diet care. And now, let's jump into the episode. Hello, and welcome back to Not So Niche. Recently, I've been getting lots of questions about how to build a exercise routine or how to get excited about working out. I know a lot of people who are either just starting to find a routine for them or exercises that they really like. And so this week, I wanted to talk about what it's like to implement a routine and how to just get started in general with working out too. I know a lot of women and um, people in general who want to start lifting or getting in the gym. And so what can that look like? Um, I'm kind of in the process of that as well. And it's something that I've been doing for a while. And I'm super passionate about getting more people into the gym, feeling confident in the gym and not being scared. And so here are some helpful tips on making your routine and then also um, developing your workouts. I think a common struggle and that people experience when they're starting to engage in meaningful movement or exercise is to just how to incorporate it into a routine or develop some sort of routine to exercise and how to actually stay excited about it. So how can it become a habit and how do I start? Well, today I'm going to give you some tips to incorporate movement. I want to keep in mind that we can plan routines while still abiding by the principles of intuitive movement. But sometimes having a planned routine really helps some people get know what's coming up and actually stay excited about workouts and take the intimidation out of working out. For example, I know a lot of people who are scared of the gym and I totally get it, but having a plan in going in can be really helpful. Or if you're taking group classes taught by an instructor, knowing what classes you're taking and when can make the experience much less intimidating and scary. So for those of us who are beginning to work out, implementing new types of movement or developing your relationship with movement, I definitely recommend a loose plan. The tips today will help you implement movement into your routine and get excited about movement. So whether you feel like you've got a good routine or you want to implement something new or just simply start, these tips might be helpful. Let's jump in. So first, find something that makes you excited. Whether it's that new workout set or the opportunity to listen to your favorite podcast or the chance to have 45 minutes of uninterrupted time, find something that gets you excited to move. This will help you see movement not just as something that you have to do, but as something that you get to do. This will help you want to implement it into your routine and will give you more motivation to find meaningful time for exercise. Romanticize your workout. 
I love getting out of the house and doing fun things, so see your workout as getting out. And this may help you a lot too if you're currently doing at-home workouts. Get out once in a while, whether that's just a walk or going to the gym. If you're walking or running, I totally recommend driving somewhere new and exercising there. You can even use it as a means of seeing something new. Second, think about your current daily or weekly schedule. Are you super busy on Mondays? Do you have a time where you could easily implement a workout? What will you need to make that happen? If you have kids, can you bring them along, such as jogging with a stroller, or does your gym have childcare? When you try to fit in your workouts to super busy times, it might make it more of a chore to do your workout, and you might find yourself feeling tired or burnt out. Think about if working out during your lunch hour would give you more energy and purpose to return to your work. Think about when you feel most energized and ready to engage in movement. Don't force yourself to wake up super early and get to class if you're not a morning person. I know specifically I, you know, don't love waking up early and something that I tried was going to a workout at 5 a.m. for my routine and that was like pretty much every day I would do that and I did find myself liking it a lot but I am not a morning person and so that was something that I really had to get used to and just be really gracious with myself um, that if I didn't wake up or if I didn't schedule the class or something like that, I would not feel bad about myself. And this ties into the next one. So third, give yourself grace in trying new things. Say you're ready to try an early morning workout. Like I talked about, I don't love waking up early, but I really do like working out early. And when I did it for a while, I had to give myself grace on those days because I had days where I knew that I needed to sleep in. Or there were days where... I would go a little bit later than I usually did, and that was totally okay. When it's the first day of your new routine, don't make that the norm. Give yourself a little bit to try out different times, workouts, and routines. Be flexible with yourself because by trial, you'll find the routine that works best for you. Just because you do it one time doesn't mean that you have to be committed. And if you fail, you're not a bad person. No, maybe try to commit to times, classes, or ways to work out, but if you're not feeling it, it's really important that you listen to yourself as well and build trust with your body. Four, work out with friends. I know I've talked about this before, but making exercise as a semi-social thing can be a great way of helping you to love exercise. If our exercise is meant to be fun, let's enjoy it with others. Ask your friends to go on a walk and catch up. Lift with your bestie, find a training partner, or go to a class with your friend and book spots next to each other. Even if you're not talking during a class, you're still spending time together and socializing before and after. Plus, for my introverted folks, it's a great way to hang out without chatting. This is a great way for you also to make friends. When we start to see fitness as having multiple benefits other than just aesthetic change or burning calories, we begin to engage in it differently. Exercise helps your mental health, your relationship with others. It can be a bonding experience. So working out with friends can also help you stick to your routine without punishing yourself. You'll want to go to the class for them and not because you feel like you have to. It might make the guilt and shame totally out of the picture. 
The last point that I'll make about working out with friends is to make sure you find people who are on the same page as you about working out and to find people who will consistently lift you up. Never let your experiences with people turn your relationships with fitness toxic and that can happen super easily and you might not be ready to engage in conversations about measuring your weight, counting calories, or your body or fitness comparison. If you're finding yourself drained, guilty, shameful, or just feeling bad after engaging in fitness with certain individuals, maybe it's time to step away and either find people who will lift you up or simply find your own relationship with fitness. Or if you're ready, have those conversations with those people and see how it goes because it could be a great learning moment as well and a connection moment. But if you're not ready to have those conversations, definitely give yourself time and compassion as well. Fifth, develop a routine that's flexible. As I said before, planning around your exercising routine, especially the one that's very stable, is super important. When planning your exercises, I like to either start off with a movement type or time. If it's easier for you to know that you can exercise at 5 p.m. every day, plan on that time and maybe even mark it off in your calendar. You can jot down a few ideas for what exercises you'd like to do, but you can also leave it up to how you feel. If you're booking fitness classes, book your classes and check in with yourself the day before to make sure that it will still be a productive class for yourself. Hold yourself to that class and time, but if you know it's not going to work or feel good, that's okay. I know there's lots of gyms and studios that charge you for canceling too late, so if you're doing studio fitness, be mindful of that, and that's why I say to really check in with yourself the day before because you don't want to check in with yourself, you know, 30 minutes before and be like, ugh, I'm really not feeling this class. Uh, Well, I guess I have to cancel and get charged. It's better to check in with yourself the day before. You know, if you're starting to feel a little bit sick, maybe cancel and you can always try to rebook yourself into the class if there's not a long wait list. Um, But otherwise, keep it and stick to your schedule. Um, But always, if not, it's totally fine and your routine can completely shift. And again, give yourself lots of grace. Six, don't do a workout trend that promises results. Many and honestly most of the workout plans thrown around on social media are centered around losing weight or changing your physique. Doing a certain exercise simply due to physique change might be really unmotivating because you're not going to see changes right away and you're going to start feeling like you have to work out in order to achieve your goals. You might start to fall into disordered patterns and you might not even be doing workouts that you actually enjoy, all for the sake of changing how you look. I get sucked into this really easy because physique change is always a temptation and a very slippery slope, but I found a different way to interact with these workouts. For example, the 12-3-30 is a super popular incline treadmill walking workout that I'm sure we've all heard of and seen all over TikTok. I've never considered incline walking to add to my fitness regimen, but when I tried it, I found that first off, not is it only so hard, but it's also a particularly nice way for me to add cardio after a lifting session. But the roots of the trend are in weight loss. Lauren Geraldo posted this workout on TikTok, advertising it as a way to look snatched and to lose weight. She said she lost 30 pounds and kept it off by doing this workout. And most of the videos and articles I see when looking at the workout is talking about weight loss. 
but this type of workout can be a super accessible way for people to get in the gym. The gym can be a slightly intimidating space sometimes, so when you find workouts and routines that help you feel more comfortable, that's totally great. And once you feel comfortable walking on a treadmill in the gym, you might feel a little more confident to do other types of workouts in the gym as well. And I use that. I was totally sucked in to the whole weight loss thing with the 12, 3, 30 for sure. I mean, I saw it and I was like, hmm, okay, interesting. But now it's kind of a way to challenge myself at the end. And it's become something that I really like because I can kind of tune out while still doing my cardio. And in the winter, I absolutely hate running outside and I need to be like inside, but I hate running on a treadmill. So it's a way for me to still get some good cardio in without doing things that I absolutely am going to hate. So next, I know that some of us can get real freaked out by the gym and starting new workouts or routines. So I want to give you some of my best tips for feeling confident while working out. Seven and first of this segment is that the gym is not a haunted house. All right, maybe that's an over-exaggeration. I know we know that it's not a haunted house, but it's really not that scary. I know that it can seem really scary for a lot of people when you first start exercising, especially the weight section, and that's totally fine, but the more that you try, the more comfortable you will be. Maybe start out small with just doing a couple reps of a certain exercise, maybe with something that you're already really comfortable with, or start going during times that may not be peak time so that it's a little bit less busy. I definitely recommend if you don't want to do peak time, if you have a gym with lots of students or young people, usually the afternoon and nighttime is going to be super busy. Um, Usually morning time is a lot less busy, so I would definitely recommend just trying to get to the gym early or even during lunch hour and it might be a little bit less busy. The more you participate in types of exercises that you want to do, the more comfortable that you're going to be. If you have a goal to get stronger in your arms or just feel a little bit more strong and confident, just try with some really simple exercises. Alternate the weight. It's okay to grab a weight and be like, "Mm, I cannot lift this at all. I literally do that all the time and then I put it back and go grab another weight. Promise you, no one's going to notice. Next, everyone has a first time. Well, this may sound a little bit weird. Everyone started out somewhere and every single person has done the thing that you're trying for the first time. I used to have riders who were so nervous about cycling for the first time and that's totally okay. If you're working with a trainer, they will do their best to provide you with all the info that you need to know beforehand to help you feel comfortable. But it's okay to feel a little bit out of place the first few times because it's new and everyone has been in that spot. Everyone around you at the gym has experienced stepping on the treadmill for the first time or lifting dumbbells, and it might feel a little bit awkward at first, but with practice and time, you will start to feel confident, I promise. Picture everyone around you as having started somewhere, and you are no different in that experience. It doesn't always come naturally to everyone, and that's totally fine, and I promise you, it probably did not come naturally to the people that are in front of you where you're like, oh my gosh, they look like they totally know what they're doing. They honestly might not even, and that's totally fine. Next, your workout truly is about your experience, not how others perceive you. 
I promise you no one in the gym or at a class is there to judge you. They're probably so much more preoccupied with their own workout to worry about what you're doing. And if you really do need help, there are always people to ask. This is why it can be really helpful to bring a buddy because there will be someone there who you know can help in a judgment-free way. Even though no one is concerned with your workout, it can be really helpful to have that safe person. Next, make it fun. If you're heading to the gym by yourself or with a friend, find music that inspires you. There are some really cool playlists dedicated to matching your treadmill stride to help you feel like you're on a runway, or at gyms there's theme classes hosted, Um, or friend days, couple days. So there's all kinds of really fun things and there's really unique ways to work out. For example, we've been talking a lot about going to the gym, lifting weights, but if that's not for you, try like jump roping or playing basketball or swimming. There's so many ways to move your body that are totally unique and if you haven't had a good relationship with one, try a different one and make it really fun. Dance along to those tunes. Laugh at yourself in the mirror. It's totally okay to feel a little bit awkward and just make it a really fun experience. Fitness doesn't need to feel like this thing that you just get it done and it can be something that even if you really have to find a way to get excited about it, really can be fun because I promise even if you're dreading the walk there or the drive there or whatever once you get in turn on those that music maybe pregame a little in terms of like taking your before workout drink and pumping yourself with up with some music in the car get in there and just feel like you're absolutely crushing it so my routine and personal experience I wanted to share a little bit of my current routine and the experiences that I have right now with my relationship with fitness. So currently, I try to plan three days of lifting, two days of Pilates or bar type movement, a little bit lower impact, and then I'll throw in cardio whenever it feels good. Typically, I'll do a bit of cardio each day, such as incline walking or just plain walking, cycling, running, whatever feels good. And that's because my goals right now are tailored towards feeling more comfortable with weights and feeling a little bit stronger. I also find that in the winter, I'm more inclined to do lower intensity workouts that focus on strength. I don't love going outside in the winter, as I said, so I reserve that time for walking my dog and finding alternatives that feel good, not forcing myself to go on a really chilly run or you know, cycling outside or anything like that because that's not very accessible in Michigan in the winter. In the spring and summer, I do tend to run and cycle more, but I'll still implement a good amount of strength. I do get more excited to swim and find it a lot easier to implement movement throughout my day because I'm the type of person that if it's nice outside, if it's sunny and warm, I need to be outside doing something, whether that's, you know, sitting in the pool or swimming laps or whatever. I'm always constantly wanting to get outside. When I make my routine for the week, I know that I teach on Mondays and Thursdays, so I plan around that because I'm already going to get in some type of movement. It might not be a full workout, but I'm a little bit more busy. And I know that my dog likes to get in a walk, so I'll take that into consideration as well because that is still a type of movement. There are some days I might really feel tired, so I might not get to the gym or maybe I'll just walk because I want to honor my body and give it plenty of time to rest. Maybe I'll do some yoga, stretching, um, a little bit of strength, but a little lower impact. Um, 
And I want to take that time to rest to be able to work well, go back to the gym and feel strong. Some days I might be super pumped to get into the gym, so I take advantage of that time and move my body a lot. For example, just yesterday actually, my sister and I were planning on going to the gym and I was so excited because it was finally leg day and we haven't done a leg day in a while. And I also really wanted to bike because I haven't been cycling like in a studio for a while. And so I went to the studio, did a cycling workout, and then I did leg day. And it was definitely a lot of movement, but I still feel super good today, very energized. And today is my rest day. So I will take that time to recuperate and then I'll go back in the gym on Thursday. And um, yeah, it'll be great. Sometimes when I'm not as excited, it helps me to plan my workout ahead of time. There are several planning apps um, you can even use just like a typical planner, but right now I have one called Strong that I really like, and it's an app available on the App Store. I think you can get it pretty much anywhere, but you can put in any type of exercise and they can even recommend some for you, and then it has your reps and the weight that you use, so you can track that along. You can add supersets, all that kind of fun stuff. That one is specifically for lifting, but it does have some body weight options as well. For some of the exercises, you'll find tutorials on how to do the movement, which is very, very helpful, especially if you're just starting out. And although I try to stick to intuitive movement, I find that planning out my days and workouts really helps me stay excited about my workouts. But sometimes I'll want to switch it up and I try to follow that feeling as well. For example, if you don't typically love running, but one day you feel really inspired to run, try it out because you might have a better experience with it. I know I have that all the time. Like, I I do like to run. I know that I like to run, but it's not something that I'm always really inspired to do. So when I do have those days where I'm like, I really want to run, I definitely do it because I don't want to lose that feeling and I know I'm not going to get that for a while. So to recap, hopefully some of the tips to today from today help you form a routine that feels good for you. Don't take the all or nothing mindset about, oh my gosh, if I fell out of my routine one day, well, I might as well not do anything. That can be so harmful and it's going to stress you out. But give yourself time and patience to feel confident and comfortable exercising. So in conclusion, here is what we talked about today. So first, find something that makes you excited about working out to jumpstart your mood, whether it's as simple as a new water bottle or spending time with a friend. It can even be trying out a new class. Second, Think about your current schedule and how easy or difficult it might be to add in a new activity. Would it be easier to exercise from home? Can you find a gym with childcare that's close to your work? Three, give yourself lots of grace when trying new things and finding a new routine. If you get anything out of this episode, I want it to be that you don't need to hold yourself so strictly to your routine. It's meant to be good for your health, and creating stress due to a workout routine might not be a benefit to your health. So take it as it comes and be gracious to yourself and honor your body. Your body is not an evil thing that will lead you astray. Four, work out with friends. This is a great way to be social and get excited about exercise. Five, develop a flexible routine that centers around a routine that already works for you. Six, Don't do workout trends that simply promise aesthetic results. And if you do, find a new way to be excited about them and work for them. 
Seven, the gym is not a scary place. I promise you after the few couple times that you go there, whether it's a studio or a regular traditional gym, it will become way less scary. Eight, everyone has had a first time with whatever exercise they're doing. Nine, your workout is for you. Take out the comparison. Everyone else is simply doing their own thing. And 10, make it fun. Be willing to laugh. Be willing to dance along to the songs. Make it something that's fun and enjoyable for you, whatever that means for you. I really hope that you enjoyed this episode and got a lot out of it. Whether you are starting your fitness journey or whether you're a seasoned gym member, does not matter. Everyone is starting from a new place every day. And so I hope that something was helpful for you. If you found anything really particularly helpful, definitely reach out and connect with me on Instagram at notsoniche.pod or my personal Ariana K two ends and then K-A-E. But those will both be linked down in the show notes along with my exercise Instagram as well. I'm going to try to post more of like what I do, um, helpful tips on that account as well. So you can find that. If you really enjoyed this episode, please share it with a friend. You can do that specifically right on Instagram through Spotify or on Apple Podcasts. You can just send it to someone. You can share a link, whatever fits you best. But it's really helpful when people share these episodes. Um, You can also leave a rating and review. Um, Let me know what you liked. Let me know if you like this podcast at all. You can leave a review there. And then if you're on Spotify, I typically do include a question at the end that will be all the way if you scroll the way down to the show notes. um, It's at the end of that. So I ask a question and you can just answer it in there as well. And maybe, who knows, you'll be featured on the next podcast. Not exactly sure, but it's a really fun way to connect with you. And I would love to know if you're listening. So definitely reach out um, on Instagram through DM or comment or whatever. And you can find me there. See you next time on Not So Niche. Thanks so much for listening and bye.